0: I don't really care about that. Yo, pass the mic, then I'll pass the light, roll another blood. me on good vibes, some pine cushion and northern lights. Red eyes, call it pretty eyes. I'm satisfied, I'm in my zone. Roll another one, take another tote, lit with my bros.
1: We What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It is me, Jarel, and you already know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. How you doing
2: today? Dude, it's been a wonderful day. I mean, it's beautiful outside. Uh, it's hot as hell. Yeah, that sun is shining bright. Oh, shit, it's hot. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, everything's going to be on heat for Vegas, but that's that's per use, right?
1: That's, that's Vegas. For that's
2: me. what people like. So, Let's yeah. get outside, get in the pools, do all the things, go outside, enjoy the nightlife. They don't have to worry about like uh, any cold weather. Yeah,
1: and... Vegas is opening up too, so well oh, everybody, everywhere is opening up. So, getting
2: so it's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. getting
1: so lit. Yeah,
2: it's getting so
0: lit. A friend of mine said um, free parking has gone on the strip, so that's how you know Vegas
1: is yep. back
2: in the game. That's it. But what I do like, and they mentioned this too, <coughs> just as a little, uh, if you're a local, you can park at a lot of the casinos yes. now for free.
0: Yeah, they have that little state ID scanner. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. and that's yep. really really awesome. I. I Really hate paying to go to those places. And when you when you live in Vegas, everybody comes here and you have to go to the casino. Yeah. Like you have family, friends, they always want to go to the casino. And you're like, my first thought is, oh, we're going to go to MGM or we're going to go to Mandalay Bay. We're going to pay like $30, $40 yep. for parking. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, But yeah, I'm, gra- I'm very, very excited. Uh, it's getting very, uh, very, very nice in Vegas right now. Uh, we have a special guest and a completely new member to the team of high bud tenders.
1: Absolutely, our hello.
2: production manager extraordinaire, wow. Chantel Otero.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
2: What's going on, A.K.A. Cannabis Chantel?
0: Yes, that is me. I'm trying some new things. So mm-hmm. excited to be a part of the team. Excited to be a part of the journey. Uh, so always, always happy vibes. Always good times. So you know, now we just get to turn it up a notch. So. Very excited about you know you guys bringing me on and and what we got going on right now.
1: Well, we're excited to have you. Hell yeah! Oh, like because we spent like two and a half to get two and a half days together at the G4 Live event. And over that time, me and Chantel figured out, like, we were damn near the same person. Yeah, we were definitely kindred like, <laughs> spirits. We were,
0: uh, it was super... Kindred wild. spirits? Yeah, we yeah. were saying the same things at the same time. We were, like, just, moving to the same direction. Like, well, I was going to go there. I was going to go there. Yeah. So, but, you we'll know, we should do this. Like, I was going to do that, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah, so, the whole time, so... Yeah, it was... We even found out we love all the same shows and podcasts. <laughs> and I was like, where has this man been all my life? That's amazing.
2: Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> that you guys kicked it off real, real tight. Uh, You're also family, so that's really, really good, too, so I have to say that. Yes,
0: for those that don't know, I've been married to Rocky's daughter for about, actually, five years next month.
2: I've been together
0: since I was 19. I actually just turned 30, so I've known Rocky since I was a wee little baby lesbian with no no idea of what I was doing. So, you know, she definitely uh, is the Jedi master to my young Padawan and (laughs) and has always led me in the right direction. So, you know, I don't need... It's natural that we decided to, you know, kind of jump on this board together and see where it goes. Hell yeah,
2: yeah. we're excited. We we appreciate having you on. So, um, the topic for today is we've been getting some feedback. We were just we had just mentioned we were at G Four Live Expo, and a lot of bud tenders had questions about where do they go from that landing point as a bud tender? Um, if they don't want to be management, maybe they don't they don't want to store manage a dispensary. Um, and you know, it's hard to get into those higher, uh, higher up positions. So we wanted to discuss that ultimately kind of get an idea of how it would make it a little more easier for people who are not bud tenders to get into the industry and for people who are bud tenders to actually get into better positions. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh yeah. Um, one thing I would suggest is just like, if you want to get into the industry, You have to, like, get into the industry before you get into the industry. Like, you have to learn to – I don't say, like, learn to love it, but you have to be passionate about it before you even think about it. Because if you're just going in um, just because you think it's a cool job, you're going to be super surprised. Because that's not what it is. I mean, it is a cool job. Don't get me wrong, but that's not – Oh, you know, that's not it. It's way more than that. Oh, right. right. It's so, not
0: comparable to just, like, liking gym shoes and deciding to go work at a gym shoe store. Exactly. Right. It's <laughs> not the same thing. It's not um, at all. It's like you're a sneakerhead, and all you do is live, breathe, and eat sneakers, and then you go and get a job at the dream sneaker store, and, and that's kind of... The
1: right. only thing is, like, you can... You do that with the sneakers, and, yeah, you'll feel good about giving somebody like their... Their favorite pair of shoes. But with cannabis, you're affecting somebody's life, right. like the way okay. they live. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's why I said, like, it's way more than just this, this cool job. Right. That's why I said, you have to, before you get into the industry, you have to get into it, you know?
2: Yeah. The first thing I would probably say to do is research some key points, especially if you're in areas like California or Nevada where we actually look at terpenes. Uh, get familiar with your terpenes. Uh, get familiar with cannabinoids. Learn about your endocannabinoid system and how, you know, cannabis affects that. Uh, it'll o- not only like help you into the industry, but also it'll help you learn how to smoke better yeah. for yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like it's key because you do realize that some things just don't work out. I'm not an A pining person. I'm not a B pining person. Um, two different and people are going to be like oh, it's not the same it's, they're very much different mm-hmm. Um, but both of them get, make me a little bit more uh, they, they peak in anxiety I feel a little bit more same.
1: jittery yeah. yeah so I
2: can't lead with that it could be something real like it could be a small amount of it but usually when it leads with it I'm no good with it but I wouldn't know that unless I studied up on the turkey. I was just
1: about to say how would you know that if you didn't work in the industry you know what I mean so that's why um, you have to uh, it, it's One of the ways to get ahead is like knowing, like, you know, get into the industry and knowing what they, you know, what the, what's going on before you get into like that interview. So if you know about terpenes and you know about more than just TAC, you'll be ahead of the game for sure.
2: And for those people, if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, oh, I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Because you're at home and you're going to actually say that to yourself. That is okay because cannabis changes all the time, right? So, concentrates, there's a bunch of them. Get familiar with the different types of concentrates, how to consume them, and then also to just get to learn about first-time patients. Remember what your first time was like, and you know work your way through that kind of situation. But, when you go on that interview, it's very important to know about the terpenes. Let me be real honest. You'll be ahead of the game, even if you're in an area that doesn't do terpenes, right?
1: Absolutely. Or just learning the the why behind it. Like, why does this strain make you feel like this? Or why does this strain make you feel like that? Or why does concentrate, you know, make you feel a certain way or different than flour? So if you just, like, figure out the whys behind certain things, you that that would be, you know, a big help for you.
2: Yeah. A really good way of determining uh, what you really like. Like, if you usually get a Gorilla Glue and you don't know what the terpenes are and you're like, man, this was a phenomenal strain. You can actually go on Leafly, pull up some things that are really kind of conducive to the feels and, you know, you know what kind of high you're going to have. And then you can find strains that are similar to that and see what kind of terpenes those strains predominantly have. Um, I think, what is it, Hyptiva? Is it Hy- Hy- Hyptiva? Oh, yeah, um, Hyptiva. Yeah, Hyptiva. Hy- and then there's... Um, There's another company, too, that's just like that as well. But there's a bunch of information on the internet. Leafly is a great resource. They have terpenes 101. Um, They also have a really great concentrate video. It's super easy to get on. And for me, if you're really passionate about cannabis, you'll know. Yeah. Because this will be fun for you to do.
1: Exactly. And you'll want to keep deep um, diving into it. Um, Another thing I would say is vape pens, like. Dive into, like, vape pens, how different ones are made, different between, like, a live resin right. and like just a regular distillate. Because a lot of people, especially in Vegas when you get a lot of tourists, a lot of no. people come out here, they want something real quick, discreet, so they want a vape pen. But then some might be hesitant because of that 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 recent stigma that's been placed on vape pens. So just knowing how to explain the different vape pens and how they're made and, you know, if they're safe or not, that, that'll help a lot as well.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just the more knowledge you can put into that interview, the better. Because in all honesty, having the cannabis uh, part under your belt is really what they're looking for. And I would say 80% of the time when I interviewed, it was the same. It was uh, how many years in the cannabis industry do you have? Mm -hmm. And initially it was just like you just don't have enough years. to. So I had to start as a trimmer. After being an air, almost like an area manager, <laughs> yeah. you know, and running like three stores, it was really weird for me. So it, it's a hard adjustment. And if you're, if you're experiencing that and you're going on interviews and you're experiencing, uh, yeah, you don't have enough cannabis, blah, 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 blah come with it. You know what I mean? Like I have all the knowledge. I study up, uh, I'm very passionate. You know, I just give me a shot, you know, you the thing is you really have to sell yourself your resume doesn't do it oh know, absolutely
0: you. yeah and that's where i messed up when i first moved out here i i definitely you know i i've had a passion for retail it's one of the things me and rocky have always bonded on we both felt the same way um and i definitely tried to you know get into the cannabis industry and i just didn't know enough because i mean i'm from chicago it was, you know, you, you got what you got and it just was what it was. Terpenes were not a thing I even knew existed until I moved out here. So to know all of that, it's been such a, a change in the three years I've seen um, where even the butt tenders, I mean, you're common, I'm just a consumer. I don't work in, as a butt tender, but I do know my terps. I know how to buy weed. I know what to look for. And it's because I've now, after all this time, I've been taught by the butt tenders that I swear by and they know what it is that I want to buy and they help me out. But I definitely did not do those things. But I've got, you know, at that point, I had 12 years of sales experience. I had ran, you know, five different stores in three different cities and did all kinds of stuff in Chicago retail-wise. I was convinced that that was going to be enough. And I was very mistaken. Yep. And afterwards, I was kind of like, damn, okay, you know, so anybody who wanted to get into it, I told them the same thing. Look, if you... It, you definitely don't have more sales experience than me, so if you don't really dive into the science behind it, not just, you know, the coolest gadgets and gadgets, it's what does this stuff really do? You're you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere.
2: Right. Not only that, but given the shot, you have star status with a person that has retail. Fact is is that retail is a super huge gamut, right? You could be selling cars, you could be mm-hmm. selling uh apples right? So, you know, you have that skill set to move from one to the other. Salespeople are salespeople. So if you put them in the positions of sales, they're going to kill it because just like you have to learn, uh, yeah, I used to sell produce and now I'm going to try to work for, you know, Ford, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Selling cars and you have to get that skill set, but that's not what that's determined by. What they really determine, you know, your Um, how would you say it? The the way they can actually determine your skill set is through your resume one. Hey, you had a lot of retail experience. For me, that's golden, especially if they've been with a company for a really long time and it's a Fortune 500 company. If you are a dispensary owner and you are passing up on those people, shame on you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know about weed, but I mean, I I I know for a fact I would have killed it.
2: Oh, my God. And I'm going to tell you, we can't mention the company, but it definitely was a Fortune 500 company.
0: Yeah, with a lot of room to expand.
2: Right, and uh, that's years of experience. So you missed out on a tremendous opportunity, and I feel like that happens a lot. I actually was so passionate about cannabis that I did decide to do the trimming position. It really was like... What am I doing? I couldn't use my brain. I have ADHD, let's be real honest. So if it's not staying active, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. I need to do something besides this. Yeah. Literally, I would listen to music really loud while I trimmed, and I would try to multitask as much as possible, right? Right. So it, it was just a weird thing to me that I couldn't be in the industry as a salesperson, even though I also had the cannabis knowledge
1: even though you might or some people might intentionally want to go in as a butt tender, um, like don't be afraid to start at, at, at a different position. Like you said, you started off as a trimmer. Um, my first position in the industry was a receptionist. So, um, for me, like being a receptionist really helped me because I was able to have a lot of downtime, which was which enabled me to do a lot of studying mm-hmm. and looking a lot of stuff up. And I bet you... Being a trimmer, you was able to learn stuff about the plant, you know. Being so hands on with it that you you know might not have been able to experience. Yeah. So, I, I I say that just to say you know be open to starting at a different position and then moving on to being a butt tender mm-hmm. even if it's like inventory or whatever. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. That's, yeah. I mean, and then that's that's the issue. You can't be prideful. Yeah. And that's what was my problem. I was like, no, you're not gonna hire me as a butt tender or a manager. I'm out. But if I was, you know, I had I really thought it through, I could have been a buttender by now. Right. Um, but I was so about the quick win at the time that, you know, I kind of shot myself in the foot. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you learn, you know.
2: Right. But I think, too, let's be better about it. Because sink or swim, if you have the cannabis prowess, if you know what the hell is going on, if you smoke, if you look it up and you study and you know it. And you have retail background, man. That should be just a given. You know what I mean. And I feel like that's where people fail, and that's why it's a revolving door, right? Most of this industry is like it, people come and they go. Yeah. You see them, and they move so fast. You know, they don't stay longer than three years. Like eighty percent of them of your staff is gonna leave in three years. In retail, if you have a store that moves, if you if you're in working in traditional retail. Uh, and you're uh, running a store, and you have a turnover like that, you will not be at that company for three years. Bottom line. You know what I mean? And we have to start looking at things like more of a grassroots sales kind of situation because those opportunities are missed opportunities. For sure,
1: for sure. But do you think, or, like if you were in a like the hiring process, would you rather have somebody who had a good amount of cannabis knowledge and no retail experience, or somebody with a, a lot of retail experience in sales, with you know little to no cannabis knowledge.
2: Oh, I would I would probably take the person that had more retail. I
1: would too.
0: Yeah. As a hiring manager, I mean, I worked for a skateboard shop for years, and if a kid came in and knew everything about a skateboard, how to put it together piece by piece but you know they didn't have you know the dialect correct or just conversation couldn't hold or didn't have the experience to back it then you know how much money are you really going to make me right um but you know i have somebody else who's been selling you know shoes for five years but i can teach them how to put a skateboard together and what a skateboard does that i'm more likely to make a lot more money with this person as opposed to somebody you know but it's it's give or take because if you're not passionate about it it's hard to get behind it
2: so that's
1: or if you if you do go that route, you just have to really invest in your training.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's another. And thing that's to really training. important. I just feel like that's something that people can learn. It's almost like a skill set, right? It doesn't. It, you can all learn it. It's gonna take some time. You're not. You know what I mean. I, it is gonna be a little bit more difficult than once you see what really is, what information is really out there, but try to get familiar with that. You know, cannabinoids are very, very important. You're going to have to know that. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many. And terpenes, there are so many, you know, and there's more yeah. and more coming up now with newer strains. And, you know, people are growing these amazing strains now that, you know, you're finding terpenes that you've never seen before on packaging. Yeah. You've heard of them, but you're like, there it is. There's the unicorn right there. I see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's on this package. So get yourself familiar with that. Also, to like leaning on what Drell said, definitely try to get some kind of, even if it's a part-time gig, try to get a gig in the, can- in the cannabis industry. Definitely. Uh, if you're looking for something right away, right? But also, too, I think it's very good to point out Like, there's things that the cannabis community can improve on when they're doing hiring, right? It's not always going to be the best-looking person is going to make you the most money. Yeah. Let's be real honest about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that, you know, the proof is in in the the pudding. pudding. Absolutely. (laughs) Correct? Like, the proof is in the pudding, Yeah, absolutely. Don't pass up on situations because you feel like it doesn't cookie-cut an industry that's supposed to be super glamorous. Yeah. Um, That's not even a way... And if that is a way for you, it's going to end. Yeah. It was something
1: you said um, earlier I wanted to touch on, but damn it, I've been smoking. I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Story of our lives. I know, right? I'm a, I'm a figure. Right? I will
0: piggyback off that what you just said, Jero, because going to this G4 event, Right. I said I've seen so many people, you know, being somebody who didn't work at a big dispensary, who didn't see all of these influencers coming on a regular basis. Somebody comes into town, they're going to those big dispensaries right. no matter what. So yeah. you get, you know, you have a different opportunity. I've never seen these people. I didn't even know half of them existed until I started to really dive in and I really went on a deep Instagram dive on all of these influencers. And they're so funny and they're so young and they're so talented. From all over the country, they look completely different, but they're able to use this one thing to elevate themselves and brand themselves in a way that I didn't even know was possible. And it totally inspired me to like, you know, for lack of a better term, get my shit together. Like <laughs> you you have these opportunities and, and people are doing it.
1: Like I feel like let's say you do like the, the like the movie industry or the uh, the music industry, you might run a, you might run into a lot of snibiness or something like that or that that uppity mm-hmm. like oh we're kind of better than you, but even though you had these people out there that were super super big had tons of followers, like they were they were still like cool because yeah. everybody was just like man I, we all just smoke weed yeah I mean, again, it was like, so awesome it was hella cool so um, yeah I, I love that part of it for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that um, eventually as things evolve, there is going to be definitely some minuses for the culture, right? Right. Um, but we have ways of retaining that you can always be the different guy who does something better and just hires the best. You know what I mean? And you can be the, the one thing that stands out. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. I'm not saying that, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be like the bum and the gloomy gloom, but there's going to be a lot more opportunity. Let me be real honest with you. Right. Those people that couldn't get those positions will be getting those positions. And if they were in management, they're probably going to get those management positions. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's a win-win for that, for people in the retail industry. We just have to realize now as the cannabis industry that, you know, start hiring, think outside the box. Right, think outside of what you normally would say. Hey, you need this two years of cannabis experience. Blah blah blah. blah. I get there's regulations, that's what training is all about. Yeah. Right, you get people trained.
0: So, it's one of the reasons why I'm so loyal to the dispensaries that I go to. It's not because of the sales and it's not because of the deals or whatever, it's because of the quality of people. To get terrible service, you're like, you're in such a good position. Right. There are a thousand people. Who want your job. Right. I can count a hundred people in this room right now that would take your job in a second. Yeah. Enjoy it. Make the most of it.
2: Yes. Because when those opportunities are a little bit more looser and people like they're going to be more open to looking at your um, other attributes besides the fact that you worked in the cannabis industry for two years, um, it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people. And a lot of those people that have management skills are going to take those management positions. Yeah. It's what it's going to be is it's going to be bamboozled. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to be bamboozled by how much that's going to change. You know what I mean? And, and that's something, regardless of the situation, you have to embrace, right? Because it's going to happen regardless. Uh, so that being the case, always make sure that you're prepared when you go into an interview you know, let set the expectations for the company you work for too. Like, hey, you know what? W I F M. Why? What is it? That isn't that what it is? W. What is it? What's in, what's it, for in it for me? Yeah. Right?
0: Oh, I've never heard that. W I F M.
2: Right? So I need that on a bracelet. Yeah. What's in it? Because <laughs> guess what? The company has a buy-in, right? Right. What's you know you you, you have to have a buy-in it's, into the company, right? Oh, absolutely. What What's yours? What right. What is it? what's What drives you? Right, and for me, it's like people don't... I didn't get that. I didn't just make that up. That is old-school yeah. retail grassroots, mm-hmm. right?
0: That's, a, that's what they call tribal retail knowledge.
2: That's right. What's in it for me is like, yeah, I get it. Well, what happens now? After a bud sender, after uh, assistant manager, store manager, where do I go? Right, and it's almost like a pause. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, people will tell you all the time, especially if they're working in the cannabis industry, Oh, yeah, those jobs are available. You just going to keep. No, 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 I tried that. I'm not gonna keep pushing, yeah. right? The only thing pushing I'm gonna do is kicking rocks yeah. heavy. So for me, it's like just develop the person that you are. Make sure that you know that you, you know, as a retail, as a person who's gonna be in retail, develop yourself. Develop yourself with the knowledge. That way, nobody can close that door on you. And if they do, you know, there are resources out there, and I always say that there's Tender Fight Club, right? You put something like that, oh, I took some classes at Tender Fight Club. I did this class, this class. You put that on your resume. I If that's not a leg up, I don't know. Look around in your area. If you're in a legal state, check to see what's out there and what's available. And if there's not, shame on you, state. <laughs> Give your people some education.
0: Give the people what they want. Get
2: them what they want. Like, yeah, you will develop people much... I don't really think that people understand the profitability behind the buy-in for getting really great retail associates to do positions in retail, in cannabis, right? Because those butt tenders are like literally the gatekeepers.
1: As, yep, as we always say. The,
2: uh, the absolute gatekeepers. As they said, in, um, I quote a friend of mine from Canada. They're the crux. Of the industry. Yes. And um, don't forget that because the minute you lose sight of that, you're going to lose sight of what you have that's like, oh my God. And if you do have people on your staff that have been butt tenders for a while and they used to have retail experience, forget about it. You can do a lot. Yeah. You know, just don't limit yourself. A lot of times we sit there and because we we hear no a lot in this industry, we want to give up. Don't give up. Cannabis... Uh experience Mm -hmm. that you know two three years or whatever even if you don't have that there is going to be hope for you you know what i mean and
0: i've met so many buttenders through you and they are so passionate and they are just like this is their lives like and it's so cool to just like i said i don't do it so it's so awesome for me to be on the outside and see people genuinely enjoying the quality of their life because they genuinely enjoy doing what they do on a daily basis what is something that you can do or that you guys did or are currently doing on a day-to-day aspect that just elevated your game i'm curious to know you know what is something that these you know these people can do right now to just level them up you know even outside of you know maybe social media is not your game or whatever but just at work what are some key notes that you can do to kind of elevate and just put your best foot forward i guess
2: that's an excellent question yeah
1: uh for me just like letting your work like do the talking and what i mean by that like just the other day i was thinking like damn like i don't think anybody had more regulars than me and you did so <laughs> what i but the only it's reason true. that happened is because like just listening to people knowing what they want and like once you like you show them like hey i'm listening i i know what you want they're gonna be like, Hey, I'm gonna to go to Jarell or I'm gonna to go to Rocky because they know what I want. So like that's the main thing and like people see that. Like you know, like you're like the the higher up see that. They they notice like do the work and then let the work talk for you. And like um yeah just listening and knowing what you're talking about. That's it. Like and they're just knowing what you're talking about. Staying up to date on the products, knowing what's what. Like everything else falls into place for you know, that's how I look at it.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, I think that that's absolutely a 100% what Gerald just said is amazing advice. Fold that up, <laughs> put that in your pocket. No bullshit. Take it because, to the bank. Yeah, take it to the bank. For me, I'm going to say and there's always redundancy because I'm going to give you my sales knowledge, right? You build a rapport with customers. If you don't build a rapport with your customer, Forget it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna suck. That sales not. I don't care. You customers lose interest fast.
0: Absolutely. If you don't tell me that my shirt is nice when I walk up, <laughs> you missed an opportunity. You missed an opportunity. That was my that was my favorite move. Right. I, somebody would walk in and I would be like, oh man, I really like your shoes, or you know, what do you got going on today? But it but, it can't be straight to business.
2: Right. Yeah. And you get to know the you get to know get the customers. Know. So when they but come in, the money. you're like, hey, and they feel great about it. They're like, "Oh, I'm just going to keep coming back here." That is just honestly retail sales 101. Have a regular-ass conversation with the customer. "Hey, what brings you into blah blah blah?" Yeah. "Hey man, that's cool. What you going to do this weekend?" "Blah blah blah." Right. "Awesome. Do you want to know? It do you know what I'm doing? I'm figuring out while you're talking to me and having you talk and feel comfortable, I'm figuring out what items you're going to need mm-hmm. for that weekend." to make your night and we're going to piggyback on that and then what i'm going to do with that information is i'm going to regurgitate exactly what you said right back to you let me show you what i have in mind i know it's going to blow your mind that is sales it's not anything super hard or aggressive it is simple like just being kind opening your mind retail is not for everybody you know? it really isn't and if you're sitting back and i don't mean that in a bad way it's just not what i mean is. Some people just don't want to f- deal with people's attitudes and things of that nature. they not built for it, right? So I get that too. So retail's not for everybody. If you want to work back a house, there's plenty of positions too. You know, always try to get in where you you know can, especially if you have any inventory experience and things of that nature. It's a great springboard for you, and especially you'll probably learn more about strains than anybody else working back a house yep. um, for you know companies. If you're really passionate about it, it's an opportunity. Is it great to be a tender? Hell yeah! That is one of the
1: one thousand percent.
2: Dude, it's the best job. So much fun. So much fun. If but you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. So don't get into this industry if you're like, I just want to make a whole bunch of money. Blah blah blah. I don't really give a fuck. I smoke weed, but it's not about that. Let that shit go. Right. If that then that's not you. This 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 job is not for you. But if you're super passionate about cannabis you can do something i guarantee you there's something you can find check out your resources in the state and area in which you live talk to people if you know a bud tender that's working that you see all the time hey my dude how do i get in here right yeah because those people eventually become managers mm-hmm. right and so the same person you'll be seeing you might see every day that bud tends you now is a, is a manager and they maybe can help you yeah so stay the course it's not something that we're saying is a closed door There are opportunities out there. You just may have to push a little harder, sadly. We're working on it, right? Learn from my mistakes. We're trying. We're trying to get the word out there.
1: Didn't we have one of our listeners, like, hit us up and was like, how do I get into dispensary? And now she's working in dispensary. Yes. Yeah, that's the homegirl, Brooke. Shout out to her. Yes.
2: Yes. 100%. we are leading the the path. Yeah, we get that. We get all kinds of really great stories from Bud Tenders. Yeah, that's why
0: we decided to do this episode. Yeah. So we can, you know, reach out and just give you guys a quick... uh,
2: Yeah, I think it's fabulous when people reach out and they say, hey, you know, how do I do this? And if we can help you in any way, shape or form, we want to do that. That's honestly, that was the passion behind this podcast for me. When, you know, when it came to us talking about how we were going to develop this podcast, to me, it was about the passion behind it. Let's show them what we're really why we love our jobs so much and we do and i listen when i tell you if i work for you i gave you the best know that i never like would ever be a person that wouldn't be straight as an arrow it is a big industry you have to obey a lot of regulations on top of it regulations on top of regulations and don't think you're going to steal from a dispensary please don't. because uh please don't that ain't for happening. The, for happening in the back yeah, yeah. For those- yeah. And
1: my thing, like, why, why, why? Like, uh, you, you have a like why? you said a dream job. Yeah. Like you sell weed for a living. Don't
0: ruin it over an yeah. Day.
1: Like you, a lot of times in a dispensary, you make tips.
2: Right.
1: So you're gonna, on most days, you're gonna walk out the door with more money than you walked in with. Right. On in, on a real good day, you might walk away with some free weed. So, why fuck that over? Right. Over say, a, a bag of weed or a pre roll. And you're t- not
0: only that, but you're, you're going to get caught. Yeah. And you're going to taint your name in the industry you're because done it's in so it. small. It's so it. small. You're done. And and yeah. you guys all know each other. Everybody commingles. You yeah. know, everybody shares butt tenders and they go, you know. I've like you it. said, the turnover rate. So, everybody I've seen it around. so many
1: times somebody, you know, will come in or they'll be from somewhere else they'll be like, oh, I heard. So right. that's and that such stole from here, yeah. or, and it's just like, like you said, the industry is so small. Like yes. you don't want to put that on your name. No, and it's just, yeah, it's just not worth it. Like, come mm-hmm. on, let's not do that to the industry.
2: You see, people were super, get super high up there. It's like sales are like phenomenal. They're monsters. They're killing the game, and they're stealing. They're robbing a company blind. For no That damn shit is like you just really fucked it up for everybody. I'm gonna tell you something somehow. And I'm going to say this because I think that I I'm going to chime into every butt tender's heart on this one. You fuck up at work, you fuck shit up for everybody, everybody. Right? So shit changes, it gets tighter, you know what I mean? It makes it more difficult for you to have fun because you have to be like yeah. super and, and and I get it from a company perspective why they would do that. You got to protect your shit. You got to protect yeah. your assets, right? So But yeah,
1: that's that's super annoying. So Yeah.
2: Shit. Yeah, but I mean be real <laughs> about what you want. I believe in this lifetime, you get what you give in this world. So the expectation should never be, I'm expecting to be a bud tender because, you know, look at me. Don't I look like a That's tender? That's not, that's not it. Uh, that's not what You'll be about. in that game for like two seconds. It'll, it'll, it'll eat you up and spit you out. So that's not what we're saying either. But those who are passionate man, stay the course. We're about you. We're here for you. We want you to know that, you know, if there's ever, if you ever need us to like check on some resources for you or anything, I try to do my best and Jarrell tries to do his best to like answer any questions that you folks may have about the industry and, um, you know how beautiful it is. It's a beautiful industry. It you want to be a part of it. It's a great industry to be a part of.
1: Man, please get in while you can. Yeah. while you can. It is definitely, um growing and it's growing fast
2: oh my god yeah. lightning speed yo yep. like it's quick quick movements and there's so many different things coming out vending machines and there's lounges, vending, lounges and that did you hear
1: I heard. Oh, you know I heard
2: you know i heard you know i, heard. <laughs> I do this and <laughs> Watch out, Vegas. Yeah. It's a coming for ya. It's, you yep. know what?
0: I've been to a place where you can eat and drink. Well you can't you couldn't drink actually. Mm-hmm. You can either drink outside or smoke inside, but you couldn't do both. They were two completely different areas. That's amazing. But the food was phenomenal and you got a tray with papers and a grinder in the box. Everything was new when you paid for it, you left, you got to keep it, it was part of the cost. Uh, so it was super, like, it was right before, you know, the whole COVID thing. But it was still very, like, mm-hmm. above the realm and keeping things, cut, like, clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was such a wonderful experience to hang out with your friends. And I can't wait to just sit in a public place and enjoy, to smoke just like you would, uh. or drink. It, it's just, it's so cool. I never would have thought. I'm so excited. I am so excited. You know, high bartenders are going to have to pull up.
2: Oh. On all the things, on all, yes. the things. Yes. all the things. Yeah. Give so me all the gadgets. Hit let's us do all up because we will be at all the things. Every yes. last one of them this summer. Every we're last try. one of them. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, dudes. S- super fun, man. Uh, MJ Bizcon coming up. Yes. Um, the cannabis conference to say, yeah. coming up. We're Most gonna be. Cannabis awards. We will see you at the cannabis conference for sure. I'm working on some things. We're definitely going to be at MJ BizCon because nobody wants to miss that. Whoever wants to miss that. So why we mention this for you folks now is because go to these expos. Yes. Pay the money. Pay the cost. If you're really passionate about it, invest. That's that's called an investment. Get in front of these people. uh, Get to know about their companies. Share your passion. Yeah. Their passion will shine through. If, you know, if you have cannabis knowledge, you don't even have to get into what do I do for a living and I don't have any cannabis experience. Don't even say anything. Just put yourself out there and, you know, make a name for yourself in front of these people. Hey, I got all this experience. I How do I become a part of this? You know, what's good, you know, WIFM, right? Um and your license, right? Isn't that something that you should look into
0: before? Do you say before or after you get into a dispensary? What's what's the preferred method?
2: In the
1: state of Nevada, I believe you can go ahead and get the, uh, you can get that agent card before you get hired now. Yeah. Yeah, so you can get ahead of the game and get your agent card. That's a big I hear head, that that's a big deal, yeah. For sure, yeah. If you already have your agent card.
2: Yeah, get your agent card that's already, you're a step ahead of everybody else when you sure. have that, yeah. and you don't have to wait. Yeah. You only need a year to get some sponsorship. Uh, so do it. You can even apply for a cultivation license. You can apply for, I, mean, I didn't have any of these skills prior to actually buying these licenses, so you can do it. You know what I mean? I don't know, I, I can't speak for every other state because I don't know the regulations in all the states, but you I yeah, feel like if you're haven't gotten a little bit of springboard from this send us a message yeah if you if you didn't get any real good feedback from it just let us know yeah because honestly we're always looking to improve situations sure. all the time i would love to
0: do a part two and answer some questions if anybody has anything specific that you know they'd want to know feel free to hit up you know you preferably the Budtender tender podcast instagram so that we know we all see it right. um and we'd love to yeah write them down and and make sure and i'll actually physically write them down yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 excellent uh, yeah. so yeah for sure i mean that's just any you know any information that you have additional to if you're out there and you're like hey yeah if I, you're a
0: manager we'd love to hear anything yeah. anybody
2: out there that even knows of positions that we can post out into the atmosphere right
0: um somebody was at fuse Today posted on their Instagram mm-hmm. that they were doing a mass hiring.
2: See what I'm saying? There's yes. opportunities. To follow all of their
0: pages. That's a good move. You know, yeah. stay, ahead the, stay ahead of the
1: game. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Hell yeah. I agree. So, Rocky. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. I do. What you been smoking though?
2: Oh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm with a little tear coming down my eyes. Um, I have a friend of mine. I don't know if I can put it out there in the atmosphere. I'm going to ask her, but if I can, I'm definitely going to post her out. Yeah. Just... Some of the most incredible cannabis, uh, and here's here's where again we have to talk about it. One of I am a GLP smoker from by heart. Um, I love flora cannabis, nature's chemistry, uh, virtue. I hope you're getting my drift. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going with it, right? Good stuff. Good stuff, right? Viva the buds, grower circle. So for me, it's like this cannabis is right on that level hire these people man if they're out there and they have the any kind of now you're asking for that experience don't look for just immediately these people have been growers for years yeah no man just look into it just do your homework because these people will blow your i know a few people that will blow your mind yeah, smoke yeah, weed sure. when it comes to like cannabis and it's phenomenal so
0: i can attest as an unbiased smoker that that hit yeah Feeling feeling like
2: a million bucks yeah gas pump love it shout out to her yeah for sure hell yeah uh what have you been smoking on my dude
1: the last thing i picked up was some um tahoe og from kind
2: oh i love the tahoe og it's actually really
1: good i liked it Hell yeah 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 then i also had the um the bio jesus from remedy Dude, that always smells. Thirty-one milligrams of mercine in that. What? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, that was a. Oh,
2: that's the that's the spot for this week. (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah. What?
1: Hell yeah! So shout out to Remedy for that one.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna say this. On the GLP did a new drop, a fresh drop. I'm waiting. I'm (laughs) waiting, Max Stomper.
0: I had to ask Jerome why his face was so serious earlier. He was on his phone oh, and I said, you I see that? And he was like, no, I'm looking to see when this drops. And I was like, that's the passion I'm talking about. This yeah. man looked like his whole world was going to collapse if he did not find the answer <laughs> to this question. Well, I
2: mean, literally they did the drop and I got on the internet, meet shitly. You know what yeah. I mean? If you like, get on
0: the internet for something, that's how you know it's real. Right? Yeah. I just popped
2: on and I was like... I'm gonna order it now. I don't give a shit. I don't care how much it costs. I'm just gonna order it. But I, you know and what? I
0: only have that for my Lego collection. That's for <laughs> sure. I'm up at midnight. Like I, I mean, this I'm, is like the Easter Lego time, collection. Eastern yeah. time, Western, Western time.
1: <laughs> like it does not matter. Western
0: time. It's because,
1: <laughs> <said>? <laughs> it was because I didn't. I didn't even hear about it until you told I me when asked. I walked in. Yeah. So I felt like I was behind already. I was like, oh no, just like. It's already dropped.
0: Have Rocky can't know yeah. more than me. I'm there well, already. Well, it was just like,
1: man, like it already dropped. I already know how, it how big so it is. Fast. It goes so fast. Oh my God. So I bling. was nervous. I'm like, I'm shaking while I'm texting. <laughs> like, yo, did it drop, Mark? <laughs> Oh my god! That's me if I
0: forget to wake up to my alarm and I wake up at one a.m. instead of twelve, and I'm like, "Is it sold out?" Just so and the real. The panic is so real. I, yeah. I feel that.
2: What you been smoking, on Chantel? Uh,
0: you know what? I'm currently. I went back and picked up another uh, bit of that Donnie Burger that I brought over by kind.
2: That was really okay. good. Yeah, it's hitting yeah. like
0: thirty percent. I mean, the Carref fi- everything there was like two terps that were double digits. I'm a Carrefine. That's my jam. Mm. Um, so I mean, it was. Uh, it's a good. It's it's a good time.
1: She likes it with pepper on top. They have another one, um, pretty good one called Mr. Nasty. Well,
2: I've been oh, yeah. saying for about four years I need to go on a tolerance break.
0: <laughs> I, I say that all the time. Uh,
2: so listen, folks, uh, we are we put it out there in the atmosphere. Get back to us. Holler at us. We're all on all social media platforms. We are at High Bud Tenders, uh, www.highbudtenders.com. We just dropped our enamel pins, mm-hmm. so you can beautiful. always beautiful. Yeah. oh my god, fire.
0: oh my god. If
1: you're a bud tender, you have to have them. The like craftsmanship,
0: you, yeah. Like this, just yeah. Me.
2: Now we didn't put our faces on these because you have to have a pin that says high bud tenders, because you're a high bud tender, right? So do if you have a moment, check out the shop. Um, we only have a few items on there, but we're building it up. Every time it's getting a little bit better. So yes, yeah, for sure. Um, and then also to um, check out. Always look online, make sure you're checking out events this summer, especially if you're in Vegas. Do all the things, stay on your game, and as always, stay high, Bud Sanders.